Right, today's daf is daf Lamates. We begin at the Mishnah, the top, towards the top of Lamates and Medalev. Now, this Mishnah rehashes something that we've done multiple times, but really it's only as a segue to get into the next halacha. So let's see. Zogdaylik Mishnah. Stam Nazir We said, first it says, Hareni Nazir. Without allocating any specific amount of days to it, the automatic default is 30 days. We discussed 29 days, 30 days. We had the Shabbat. Chorus, this has been rehashed many times. So why is it there? It's there for the following. Gileach, let's say, if a person shaved his head, or he was caught by robbers, and they decided to shave his head for him, the fact is that you have to have 30 days uh, of hair on your head to have successfully gone through a Nazir. So when you sanctify, you consecrate yourself as a Nazir, so you're consecrating your hair. You have to have, we're going to see exactly how much of that hair, but there has to be, a certain amount of that hair has to be there for at least 30 days. So therefore, because as we say, some Naziris, the significance of Naziris is a 30-day Naziris. So if your head was shaved, whether by, by you or whether by, uh, by robbers, comes out, that you don't discharge your Nazirus because you don't have a completion of a full Nazirus with at least some of your hair having been around for 30 days. That's why it opens up. Why 30 days? Because Stam Nazirus is 30 days. That's why it starts with that concept. Now, the, uh, the second half of the Mishnah here deals with what exactly is the violation? What type of shaving or what implements have to be used to uh, have violated, and we're going to see getting malchus as well. So another shigileach bein bezug, whether used a, uh, a scissors, bein betaar, whether used a razor. Now the pasuk specifically says razor. We're going to see how we know other things as well. But whether you used a uh, scissors, whether you used a razor, osha sifsev. Sifsev is not exactly clear. It means like plucking, but. Uh, but, uh, or, or picking, but the, the rush says maybe it's a takeoff on the word shifshay, meaning he rubbed his hair vigorously and it caused, uh, one or more of the hairs to pull out from their roots. Either way, if he does it with intent, kosho, even at the smallest amount, even one hair, says the rush, chayev, you are violated. Now, usually when it says chayev, it means you chayev malchus. So that comes out, according to the ton of our Mishnah, even though the Pasuk stresses razor, any form of willfully trying to remove your hair when you are a Nazir, even one hair will result in Malchus, according to our Tana. Now, the Gemara has a very interesting Shiloh, right? Now, to us it might be Pashit, but they looked at these things and, and tried to find out through logic what is the, how does it work? So what, what is the uh, situation over there? Uh, what is the Shiloh? When hair grows, right, what causes the hair to grow? Does it grow from the base up or does it grow from the tip out? When hair grows, can we somehow through deduction prove the way hair grows? So, Ibai Lahu. The Bnei Yeshiva asked the following Shaila, Hi Mazio, a hair, Militachas Rabi, is it grow from the base, or Mila'il, or does it grow from the tip? Now, as we've mentioned multiple times, this is not re, uh, National Geographic. If you're going to ask such a question, you must have a halachic reason for understanding why that is the case. The Mainaf Gamina, for what purpose, what difference does it make? Says the Gemara for the halacha of our Mishnah. <coughs> because, 
What happens in our Mishnah? We said if the thieves got, uh, got hold of a person or, and shaved him completely bald, so he has to wait 30 days because he basically does not have any of the original hair. He has to wait 30 days. Now, what happens if they cut his hair, but they left him with a seven-day growth. Now, we're going to see the way a seven-day growth of hair is indicated is that you can take the tip of the hair and make a loop to the base. You take the tip of the hair and you bend it over and you can create enough hair to create a loop. That's considered to be a seven-day growth of hair, which is also considered to be a significant amount of hair. That's considered to be a significant amount of hair. Now... If you have a significant amount of hair, which is a seven-day growth, if that is from the original consecrated growth of hair, so then, as long as that's gone 30 days, so you have the significant growth of hair that has lasted on your head for 30 days, then you have discharged in a zeros. Now, let's understand, though. If robbers come day, let's say, day 15, 15 days, and they cut off all, and they cut off your hair, right? Day 15, and they cut off your, or let's, I'm not, let's make it not day 15, let's make it day 10, okay? They come day 10 and they cut your hair, right? Let's say day 10. Now, what they left you with, you know, it could be day 15 too, but they left you seven days worth of hair. They left you just enough that you can bend the tip over to the loop. Question right now is, is can I just keep going and finishing off my Naziris the remaining 15 days or 20 days? Or do I need to really tack on more days because I need to have 30 days worth of hair? Well, this will, de- this will depend. If you say that what it, the way the hair grows is from the base up, so then what they left you wasn't from the original hair that you consecrated because they left you seven days worth of hair, but that if since the hair grows from the base up, they cut off the hair that was there originally because that hair already was further away from the scalp and they only left you seven days, which is for the last seven days, but your Naziris has already been 15 days or 10 days, so therefore you would lechora have to now have up to a new 30 days uh, of, of Nazirus or maybe another 23 days whatever it would be but it would, you can't just go day 30 and say I'm, I'm okay you would not be okay day 30 whereas if the way the hair grows is from the tip out so if it grows from the tip out and they left you 7 days so then what they left you was with the original hair from 7 days if they originally left you those 7 days was from the original consecrated hair then and all you need is significant amount of hair for 30 days they've left you with a significant 7 days considered to be significant then you would not need more than the 30 days that they left you with clear? right so let's see if you say the way hair grows is based up so then, Rabbi Nazirus Ahashakle, then they what Lechora, they took away the original hair that was there at the original time of consecration because they left you with new hair because the hair grows from the base up. Rabbi, but if you tell me that the hair grows out from the tip, so then my da'akt is hakayim. So what you originally consecrated still remains because the fact they left you with seven days of hair, those seven days were the seven days that, of hair that was there from the beginning and therefore you would have 30 days with a significant growth of hair on your head even though it was cut in the middle but it doesn't, didn't affect the original uh, growth, seven days growth of hair and you are fine. 
So therefore, that is the shayla, very important shayla. It's not just a, uh, a, 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 a question for jeopardy. This is a halachic, uh, practical halachic question, whether the hair grows from the tip out or it grows from the base up. So Toshima, come and listen. The Gemara wants to bring a raya from a live nit, a lice egg. Okay, where do you find these eggs? They're found at the base of the hair by the skull. Now the question they want to point out is why are they always found there? If you tell me that the hair grows from the base up, so even if when the lice laid it, louse laid its egg and laid it at the base, but after a while what should end up happening? If it grows from the base, then it should go moving towards the top of the head. It shouldn't be found at the bottom. It should be moved to the top. The fact that it's always found by the base would seem to be a raya, a proof that what? That the hair grows from the tip out and not from the base up. Right? From a live knit. The kayin, the ikva, the bin, so it's found at the base of the hair. So now if you tell me that the way the hair grows is from the base up, so the ratio the bin sabala may come at some point, you should be finding these live nits towards the top of the head and no longer at the base because it grows from the base up. Someone says that's not a raya. Why? The reason why these eggs are found by the base is because they survive their vitality is dependent on the moisture of the scalp. And therefore, what happens is that they continue to slide downwards, they, they continue to grasp at the base, at the roots, towards the scalp, even though the hair is growing up, they continue to, uh, to, to descend downwards because they need to be by the moisture. So therefore, there's some vitality, vitality within them allows them to continue descending downwards, so you cannot bring their ride that they're always found by the base. Someone says like this, It could be really that the hair grows from the base up. But because of the vitality of these eggs, that they continue to descend downwards to the base of the hair to be next to the scalp to get the moisture from the scalp. This is fine. So don't bring me a raya from a live knit. Why don't you bring me a raya from a dead knit? Okay, this is a, uh, Lice 101. The dead nits are found at the top of the head, at the, uh, towards the tip of the hair, not at the base. Now, Lachora, here you have a raya. Because where did this nit begin? The nit began at the base. Well, if the nit began at the base, right, and doesn't have any vitality, which is why it cannot remain at the base, what ends up happening? It ends up moving to the top. Well, how is it moving to the top? Must be because the hair is growing from the bottom. Since the hair is growing from the base, it moves the dead nit away from the scalp, and therefore we have a riot, because if the hair grew from the tip outward, then where would the dead knit, dead knit still be found? Should still be found by the face. So you want to say like this, Toshima, come and listen, in the Mesa, that a dead knit, Beresha the Bensa, is always found towards the top of the head, towards the top of the hair. Now if you tell me that the way a hair grows 
is from the tip out, so the ikva the bin to boil the makeup, it should remain always from where it was at the base, if the hair is growing from the tip. What is moving it towards the top? Must because the hair is growing from the base up. So much is not a raya. Because what happens is that when the nit dies, it loses its grasp on the shaft of the hair and it actually slips to, slips down uh, towards the tip of the hair. That's what ends up happening. So it's not because the hair growth is moving upwards and therefore it moves it towards the top of the hair. Why it moves towards the top of the hair? Because once it's lost its vitality, it can no longer grasp at the base of the skull and just by just gravity is what is sliding it down the hair to get to the top of the hair. Alright? Because it has no longer that vitality, that strength, Shrugi Shriga, it slips down because of the gravity, the azil, and it goes to the tip of the hair. But therefore, bottom line is both proofs have been rebuffed. We are still, are now trying to understand when hair grows, does it grow from the base or does it grow from the tip? Say anything more like this. Tashema, come and listen. Me blow raise the kushiyam. Bring your raya from the braids. The braids of the Kushim. You ever go to the, the islands, right? There's a problem when the kids come back from the, from the Caribbean cruises. How do the girls look? They've all got these braids, right? They make these braids. Now what's interesting is when they make these braids, they're very tight to the scalp. But after a while, they become loose. Now where do they loose? They get come loose at the base of the skull. They become the braids loosen at the base. Why? Mora wants to bring a rhyme. Why are they coming looser at the base? Must be because the new hair grows, which is not braided. So when the new hair grows, when it's not braided, therefore it is loose. But if it's loose at the base, what does that teach you about where the new growth is coming from? From the base. Right. That's what I want to bring a rhyme. So when it says like this, from the blowers, from the braids of the Kushites. The boss of the Megadlin law, because after they braided Rafia Melatachat, at the base it becomes loose, lo- becomes loose. Says so one, not a raya. But what I was going to say is that it could be, you don't have a raya where it grows, it loosens from the top or the, I bet that grows from the top or the bottom. But the reason why it is looser at the bottom by the scalp is because it's very tight attached to the scalp, but when you lie down, then there's the pressure, when you go to sleep, the pressure of back and forth rolling, that loosens it at the base. That is what's loosening it. Not necessarily because of new growth, but because of the friction of when a person is lying on, the, on, on, on with his head against uh, the pillow or whatever it is, that loosens the, the at the bottom. Hasam nami aidi de kamto he since it's very tight at the base, but mishich verav the is from the lying down and the friction when you lie down and your head is resting on something that loosens the base. That is what's causing it to become looser. All right, now the Gemara brings. Uh, uh, two proofs which are not refuted. These are the final proofs. And what I'm going to bring, the first proof is that they used to, uh, every tenth animal that is born that season used to be marked with red dye. Now this red dye used to mat the wool. The wool would become matted because of the dye, would stick together. So even though the, the wool became stuck together like one piece because of the red dye, they would notice that the bottom underneath of the uh, the dye would, would become looser and looser and looser. Now, why? If it's if it's if it's become matted because the dye sticks sticks all the hairs together, why is 
the part underneath it not affected by the red dye after a while must be that the hair grows from the bottom up. That's going to be one proof. The other is that even back in the day, people did not want to look old, so they used to dye their beards. So, but if they don't continue dyeing their beards, then part of the beard would turn white again. What is the part that would be white? The base. So what do you see clearly that what? Hair grows from the base and not the tip. That the Gemara is going to bring down as a proof. So Gemara says like this, but it's being a raya. Toshima come and listen. Misakarta, the Rafi Amra, Misakarta, that from the red dye. The Rafi Amra Tachas, that the hair, that the wool is loose on the bottom. It doesn't, it, it don't, doesn't remain matted. Why? Because it grows from the skin, from the base up. Now, this Batanya over here, actually, is the, the, the Masoras Hashaz changes it to Vitznan. But basically it's saying it's Vitznan. And we've learned this in a Mishnah. Now, what you learn in a Mishnah is that they used to mark every tenth animal with a red dye. But the, some of the, I, I think the, the, some in Rosh, one of the Roshon, uh, one of the Achronim say, that really doesn't belong here altogether. We're bringing proofs, logical proofs, and they're saying, and from the red dye there's a proof, and in the Mishnah we learn you have to go ahead and put red dye. What's that adding to anything? So he says, actually, he thinks it was a mistake, because it said Vesu, and furthermore, that, like, the abbreviation became Vitanyo, Vitnan. So he takes that word out altogether. All right. Vesu, but furthermore, another Raya, Katsabi Sabia Diknehon. When the elder people, when people get older, they dye their beards. So, chavrin, uh, yet it turns white where ikvei nimhon, the base of their hair, turns white again. So what is that clearly shmamina? That clearly that from the base up is where the hair grows. And that is indisputable, right? That is, uh, uh, that is the, 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 the facts on the ground is that hair grows from the base up and not from the tip out. Alright? Now, but now we're going to have a problem with this conclusion. Alright? The Elof. Hadassanya. What are you going to do with the following Brysa? Now this Brysa deals exactly with the case that we had. Right? Our Shiloh was is that robbers grabbed you, cut off your hair, and left you with a seven-day growth. And our Shiloh is, do you, does that affect your 30 days or not affect your 30 days? And what it depend on, we said, well, if that seven-day growth was from the original growth, then it shouldn't affect. But if it's not from the original growth, then you need another 30 days growth. So now the question is like this. But according to what we just said, that hair grows from the base up, so then the Chorah, if they cut your hair and they left you with a seven-day growth, would that, where would that seven-day be? From the original or that's new? That would be new stuff because the original was a groove further away from the scalp, was from the base up, and therefore you should need another thirty days. Even if they left you, or at least up to another thirty days, they left so you with only saying, seven days. Can you then go another twenty? Maybe not, maybe 23. Right, but, 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 but you cannot rely on that seven. That would be the rule. But, right, and, but what we're coming out, that should be the rule. But let's see what the Bryces says. So it says like this. If a Nazir was shaved by robbers, and they left him with enough hair that you could bend the tip to the base, create a loop, 
which we said is seven days. Ainoisoisa does not wipe out any of your days, which means that however days you've counted till now, you just have to finish off to day 30, and you're considered to have had hair on your head for 30 days. Now, clearly the Esau Kedaita, now if it's like you thought, we just would actually wasn't even thought. We concluded, right? This explanation is a little strange. It's not. We that we concluded a hundred percent that hair grows from the base up. So they're from the Rabbi that things grow from the base up. So Listar, then what they did should wipe out the days that you counted. You would need to make up until you have thirty days of growth on your head. You would have to make it up. You cannot count this as having been here for the full thirty days. That's the question. All right. So, so what are you going to say? So, what's going to say? I'll tell you what. This ruling doesn't does not contradict what we said before. No question. The guy hasn't counted thirty days yet. The guy has not finished his thirty days, and he gets a uh, attacked, and they shave up all his head, leaving him with only seven days. Those seven days of hair are not going to help him because that seven days of hair was not there from day one, and he's going to have to count. Uh, 30 more days, but to get to 30 days, they have 30 days of hair having been on his head. That's, that's not, that, that's not gonna help. So why over here does it help? Because we're dealing with a different situation over here. We're dealing with over here, robbers grabbed him on day 31. He had gone 30 days with hair on his head for 30 days. He just never got the chance yet to bring his korbanus. And since they, but now, when they grab him, right? When they grab him, and he wants to, uh, the bottom line is, for korbanus, you only need to have seven days of hair on your head for korbanus, to, to discharge a korbanus. And it doesn't even have to be the seven days of hair on his head. We're going to see this pound of holes that were there from the beginning. But he did fulfill his nazirus, because he did have hair on his head from the beginning for 30 days. Why did he have hair on his head for 30 days? Because this attack occurred when? Whatever. On day 31. I mean, the bottom line is, we're saying that there's two denim in hair according to this Tana. We'll see in a minute who it is. Number one is, you have to have had, the original hair has to be a, a significant amount, has to be 30 days on your head. How much of it? We're going to see seven days of the original hair on your head is f- sufficient. Ah, but the seven days that he has on his head wasn't the original seven. doesn't matter. But he had the original for 30 days because they only attacked him day 31. The reason why he needs the seven days on his head now is for a different reason. In order to bring the carbonus, you have to have a significant amount of hair on your head. Significant amount of hair on your head is seven days worth of hair. But that doesn't have to be the original seven days according to this time of the carbonus. Now, whose shita is this? The one is going to say, this is the shita of Rabbi Eliezer. We had Rabbi Eliezer earlier in the Masech, I think it was Daf, where was it? Daf Mem, something. Uh, we had it before uh, Mem Zion, I believe. Mem Fav, Mem Zion. Rabbi Eliezer's shita was, was by the, the laws of, uh, of by coming Tome. He said like this, let's say a guy, we, we know if a guy started counting as the zeros and day 29 becomes Tome, what happens? Start all over again. However, according to Rabbi Liazzi, if he finished, just make it so simple without getting complicated. Let's say he became Tommy day 31. He didn't, he didn't bring his carbonus yet, but he became Tommy day 31. Rabbi Liazzi's shita is, he only needs another seven days. But the seven days he needs is just because he had to purify himself day three and day seven. You know, but, so he's going to need seven days to purify himself. But he doesn't have to count any of the Naziris again, because once you go day th- the 30 days, you're okay, even if you haven't brought the Korbanus. It was Machlokas over there. But that was his opinion. So Gemara wants to say that Rabbi Eliezer 
holds not only if what, what, why, why things were ruined is because you came Tame day 31, same thing would apply if you got your hair cut on day 31 and they left you only with seven days of hair. The same Allah would apply, even though it's for different reasons. Mephorjim said, why are you comparing it seems to be apples and oranges? There you need seven days is because you have to get rid of the tumma. Here you need to have Seven days of growth of hair on your head, but that, but the chora, the point is, they are comparing the same. That the idea is, once you've gone thirty days, and if something happens to you on day thirty-one, it doesn't in any way affect the first thirty days that happen. That's why over here, if he as long as he's got the seven days of hair on his head, is okay. Not because it's the original hair; it's okay to go ahead and bring the korbanos. The original hair you don't need anymore because that already went the full thirty days. That's the point that's being made over here. Sigmara says like this: the chayro. How are you going to understand this? Brisa says that it's going like the sheet of Rabbiezer, right? It says like this. Let's see. Going, the Gemara says over here, shall gilchu achar that after the thirty days, after you completed thirty days, that's when they shaved your head. Umani, whose opinion is it? Rabbiezer he. The Amar of Lezer holds kol achar malois. Kol lechar means anything that happens to you after the malois. Zion Soser, the most it could affect seven days. So in the case of Tumma, we understand it will affect the case, it will seven days. There, the seven days are going to be needed. Why? Because you need the hair, uh, no, for Tumma, because yeah. you've got a, you need three and seven. Three and seven. In the case of hair, they shaved your head completely, you're going to need seven days. You need seven days of hair for the Korobonus, right. Throughout my time, what's the reason? Because he learns out, he compares the taglachas that you need, the, the, the 30 days, and what happens after 30 days in a situation of tahara, in the case of tahara, when you didn't become tomeh, but they shaved your head, he learns it from the same situation as if you became tomeh after 30 days. So just as after you became tomeh after 30 days, the first 30 days count. And whatever happens later is the most you need is only seven days. So too, and if, when you didn't become Tommy, but what happened was your head got shaved, same thing, the most it's going to be able to affect is seven days. Now, if you already have seven days of head, they left you with seven days of hair, you're not even going to need those seven days because you can count what you have on your head. So, Mataglachas Tumah, just as Taglachas Tumah, Shiva, the most it can impact is seven days. Because you count the 30 days, the most it can affect is seven days. And if you already have the seven days of hair on your head, if you have the seven days and you're fine, then you wouldn't even need to wait those seven days. That's the point. Okay. Now, says the more of the Kimlu of the Rabbanan, the Rabbanan means you have to have a significant amount of hair on your head to bring the Korbanas. The Rabbanan evaluated that what is the significant amount that you need? Seven days. And therefore, that's why the leather holes, as long as you can take the tip of the hair and bend it over and create a loop on the base, that signifies that you have at least seven days of hair on your head. Call Zayn Yom and Osya Mazya, that the, the hair will have developed, Kedei Lachov Rosho Ikro to be able to bend over the top, the tip to the, uh, to the base to create a loop. Okay. So. Now let's go to the second part of the Mishnah. So the first part of the Mishnah, we, uh, we spent the, the, the first element uh, explaining that you have to... So it comes out, just, just, just again to reiterate, it comes out that you have to have uh, the original hair on your head, you have to have a significant amount of it, which is at least seven days of it, for 30 days has to have been on your head. That first seven days of hair have to be there at least for 30 days. 
And if they are there for 30 days and it gets cut off later, according to Belezer, that it doesn't matter, you already fulfilled your discharge, but you have to now bring your carbonus. But the carbonus need hair itself, and they need a significant amount of hair, which means you have to have at least a new growth of seven days if you will shave completely. If you weren't shaved completely and the ridge is still is a seven day growth on your head, then you can go ahead and bring the But everyone agrees well. that if you were attacked or you did it on your own prior to day, whatever, say 30, 30, whatever, yeah. 29 days, you got to start all over. Period, hard if, stop. If all the, if, I mean, if all the hair was cut off, You'd have to start, and even if part of the hair was cut off, it's you'd also start, you'll have to, but then could be, you don't have to make it, you don't have to go all over a full 30 days, you'll just have to create enough for something. Enough, enough, whatever you have there, plus, because you have to have had 30 days of hair on your head. Right. So if they come to you on day 25 and they cut part of it off, but you still have seven days of growth, you're fine, you can just go to 30 No, no, days. no. Because... You, you you have to have whatever you have had on your you have in your head has to have been there for, for 30, thirty days, days. right? So it has right. to make up. Okay. I don't see getting into so that. that means, so that means you would need maybe only another eight or ten or twelve. No, days that's, I, that's the way I understood. My takeaway was that that understanding. Yes. All right. Now the way our Mishnah, I'm going to learn this like the first gives two shotim, but the first shot seems to make it a machlokas tanon. The the way our Mishnah reads is like this: is that even though the pasuk says. In, uh, there's a low sauce say to, to pass a razor over your head if you are a Nazir, but our Mishnah opens it up and says that whether or not it was cut with a razor, with scissors, or even if you rub your head vigorously and pull out from the root, pull out even one hair, you get Malchus for violating the laws that a Nazir is not allowed to cut his hair. Right. We're going to see that this, uh, one's going to be two Bryces, where the first one seems to be clear clearly disagreeing with our Mishnah. Let's see. So Nazir Shagilach, a Nazir that shaved, Bein Batar, whether he used a razor, Bein Bezug, whether he used the scissors. Osha Sivsev, with his hands, he picked or he rubbed and, and pulled out hair from its root. Kol Shehu, even one hair, Chayev. Tan Rabban Now, let's look at the Pasuk, because uh, the Pasuk here is important. In the Torah or Ashalem uh, number one, in on, uh, in, on, on this page. We take a look. This is Kol Yemei Neder Nizro, the entire days of his Nazir's vow. Tar Yavr Al Rosha. So clearly, what did the Torah say? You cannot pass over your head. A razor. Specifically a razor, right? Ad Melosa Yomim, until the completion of the days, Asher Yazir Hashem, which he made his Nazir's to Hashem. Kodesh Yegadol Pera, the growth of his hair will be sanctified, Tsar Rosha, the growth of the hair of his head will be holy, will be sanctified. Right? That's the Pasa. Now, Tanra Bonan says the Bryce like this. Tar, the Torah identifies a razor. Ask the Tan of the Bryce, Engliela Tahar, I would only know a razor. However, Talash, let's say a person plucked, alright, Mirait, Mirait is, he used a depilatory. Right, he used some kind of uh, powder or some type of, of cream that removes the hair. Or stiff safe, or either, like some say it means he picked, with literally plucking and picking, others have the, the rush influence, or he rubbed vigorously on purpose, and it caused even one hair to come out. Calls you even the smallest amount. Minayin, how do I know you're in violation as well? Because the Torah identified specifically a razor. Talmud Lomar, that's the second half of the Pesach. Kodesh Yeh Gadol Tera Sarosho. That sanctified will be the tresses of the hair of his head. 
Now, since it's saying it will be sanctified, you know how to mess with that sanctity. So, any way that you remove the hair from your head, you will have violated the sanctity of the hair of your head. You with me? So, therefore, give Rabbi Yoshia. So, Rabbi Yoshia seems to say that it doesn't only apply to a razor. It also applies to other ways of cutting. The difference is, though, and this is what the issue over here is going to be, is that the first part of the Pasuk is Tar lo yavra al roisha. It's a low sase. A razor shall not pass over your head. Now we know that generally when you violate a low sase, what's the punishment? Lashes. Lashes, correct. Now, what opens it up to the rest of the other ways of removing the hair? That's the second half of the Pasuk. Now the second part of the Pasuk, second half of the Pasuk just says, your hair shall be sanctified. Now your hair shall be sanctified is a positive commandment. That's not a negative commandment, right? Yeah. Now, even though you want to derive from there, well, since it says your hair shall be sanctified, which implies that what? Well, you just said it's a positive commandment. But, but, but what do you mean by that since it says your hair shall be sanctified, implies you, you know how to cut it. But that is not a low say. That is a negative Im, uh, implication that comes from a mitzvah say. You don't get lashes for something like that. Which means the way Rabbi Yoshia is learning, lashes you'd only get if you use a razor. The other part, yeah, you're not allowed to. There's an Isidaraisa to remove, but that's you don't get the rabbi. You wouldn't get lashes. Now that clearly doesn't go like our ton of our Mishnah. Why? Because the ton of our Mishnah learns chayav yichayav lashes for any way that you remove your hair on your head. Right? right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Now that's Rabbi Yoshia. So that's the rush learns. The rush learns that that's what the, that this opinion disagrees with our Mishnah. In this Brisa. Rabbi Yonason is even more limiting. Rabbi Yonason Omer Tar in that only the, the halacha of a, of a Nazar only applies by a razor. Alright? Amiel Tahar. Now, what about if it was Mirek, if a person used the depilatory, or Talash, or he plucked, or Sifsef, or he rubbed, Kolshu, any amount that would come out, what would be the din? Potter. You would not have. It would not be high, it would not be obligated, we are not in violation. Aye, so I, but does it not say, Vahaksiv Kodesh Yeh? Doesn't the second half of the Pazak say that it's sanctified, which should Lechorah mean that you're not allowed to eat, that hair is not, so he says like this, Lemeira, he says, all that's coming to teach me, the Imgilach, that if you use, you shave, Lebetar, using a razor, Koyam Lebetar, there's a double punishment, you're higher for, the lowest assay for the first part of the puzzle with the razor. And if you use the razor, you also violated the assay, which is the second part as well. But if you use any other implement or you use your hand, then you would not be in violation. Even though putter sometimes in part of us, maybe rabbinically would be prohibited, but it doesn't mean you're violating the Torah prohibition. So it comes out like this, that according to, what's, what's the argument between Rabbi Yoshe and Rabbi Yonason? Rabbi Yoshe, they both agree, the first half of the Pasuk is a low say, the second part of the Pasuk is an say. But according to Rabbi Yoshe, the first part of the Pasuk applies to razor, the second part of the Pasuk opens it up to all other forms of hair removal. But you're violating a Doraisa one way or the other, but you would not get lashes unless it's a razor. Rabbi Yonason is much more limiting. He says that both parts of the Pasuk are referring only to the case of razor. Losa say 
is the first part of Basu Yid Lashes. In addition to, in addition to violating the Losasay, you also violated the Ase. But if you use any other way of removing, you're not hired. You're not hired at all. So both, both, the, the rest learning, this rise of both opinions of Yashia and of Jonathan do not conform to the Tana of our Mishnah. With me? Alright. Now, Tanya Irach. Now let's see another Bryce. Now this one perhaps would fit better in our Mishnah. Let's see. Ta'ar. It says like this. A Ta'ar. Ta'ar. I only know that there's violation if you use a razor. Talash if you plucked. Mire if you use the pillatory. Sivse if you rubbed your hair. Kolshu even taking out one hair. Minayin. How do I know I'm in violation as well? Talmud Lomar, lo yavor al rosho. Means, you separate the word razor from the next clause. The next clause is independent. Lo yavor al rosho. Lo yavor al rosho means anything. Nothing's allowed to come into contact with your hair in any way that's going to cause hair removal. So therefore, if you do that, you violate lo yavor al rosho. So therefore, what does it tell you? This time it clearly holds that you get a low say for any way. Therefore, that would be the time of our Mishnah, right? Any way you remove your hair, you're violating lo yavor nah. What's the obvious question? If lo yavral rosho means anything that comes on your hair, you're in violation, what's the obvious question? Um, I don't know why. Think about it. it, it, it if Think about it. What does the puzzle say? The puzzle says tar, a razor, lo var al rosho, should not pass over your hand. Now this kind of saying is don't read them together. Read lo yavral rosho is an independent statement. Nothing's allowed to come on your head. What's the obvious question? Then why did Torah say razor? Why say razor? If anything's not allowed to come in your head, then why did it start off with razor? It's, any, it's anything, right? Okay. So why is it like this? Ma'achash is so for the rabbis called over. Since the end of the Pasuk, the eventually is going to be including everything in the law of So ma'cha'amud lomar ta'ar. So why mention... Razor, right? Now, there is a Talmudic uh, principle we, we're going to apply here that sometimes late Torah writes something that in one top area of the Psukim it's not necessary. So if something that is a, a, not needed in one area, what do you do? You're going to apply it to something else. And that, that's what the Gemara is going to say. You're right. Razor is not needed in this part of the Pasuk, in, in this area. So therefore like this. So, uh, alright, and what's like this? Uh, that, but where you do need it for, right, is like this. What about at the end of the 30 days? What has to happen at the end of the 30 days? You've got to cut your hair and you've got to bring bonus. How do you cut your hair? The reason why it says razor, even though in India, if you don't need it for the beginning of the process, so you need to know that in order to fulfill the discharge of the, the mitzvah, you have to use it at the end of the process. That's what the time is going to learn from you. So we're like this. So what I need, because we don't have any indication as to what is needed for the for the completion, the shaving that happens at the end, right? that you have to go ahead specifically and use a razor. There's no indication that you have to use it. Alright? Uh, now, you could say like this, I could argue with you, you know, there's another fellow in the Torah that has to shave off his hair. That's the Mitzorah. Mitzorah, when he completed his purification process, now by the Mitzorah, it does say, how does he do it? 
with a razor. Right. So therefore, why can't? Why do you need to have a drasha to teach me by the nazir? Why can't you learn it out from the mitzora? I'll tell you why. Because the type of shaving that the mitzora has is not just a head shaving. It's a whole body. It's more stringent. So therefore, to learn a stringency for something that is more stringent, you cannot learn. Because here, by the nazir, the only hair that he has to cut is the hair on his head. So therefore, you would not be able to learn out razor from, no, from Mitzorah. Therefore, I need to learn from a different source. And what is the source that I'm going to be learning it from? From the fact that I don't need the word razor written at the beginning of the process. Therefore, I apply it to the end of the, the, for, for the completion of the process that that's where you need to use a razor. So when it says like this, so because me Mitzorah, the Lambda Mitzorah, to learn it out from Mitzorah, Efshar. You I cannot learn it out. Why? Shame done in Kal Michomor. You cannot learn out a lesser, a, a more lenient halacha from a stringent halacha if you're trying to learn out a stringency. Right? A leniency you can learn out from a more stringent halacha. But you can't learn out a lenient, a, 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 a stringency. What's the stringency over here? That it has to be a razor. So therefore, so you can't learn, she ain't done in kal michomer. You cannot learn out a leniency from a more stringent halacha. Lahachmelah. To make it more stringent on the leniency you cannot learn. So therefore, comes out according to Tana of this Mishnah, Tana of this Brahsa, which we'll say could fit like our Mishnah, is that Lo Yavor teaches me nothing is allowed to pass on his head. So why is it said Tar? That's to teach me that you need a raise by completion. Now Rebbe Omer Einot Sarek. Rebbe says like this. Now the way the Gemara understands, he says, I don't disagree with you. It's true that the completion, when you complete the process after day 30, what do you have to use to cut the person's hair? A razor. But you don't have to learn it from the way you're learning it. You're learning it that since it's it's not needed in the beginning of the process, therefore I can apply it to the end of the process. You don't have to say that. Right? Because actually the words of the psukim themselves imply that the process should be completed with a razor. How do you see that? He's Areo Omer. Look at the Pasuk. Pasuk says like this. Tarla Yavar al Rosho. He should not pass a razor on his head until when? Ad Malos. Until he finishes the 30 days. What does that imply? A razor should not go on his head until completion. Which implies that what? That at completion... He should use the razor. So therefore, the simple reading of the Pasuk tells you the completion should happen with a razor. You don't have to say that's because if it's not, if it's not needed here, then why do I need it? That's what his point is. So when it says like this, Torah Amra, the Torah is telling you, Achamalos, Lotek Taklachas Elebatan, that after the completion, don't use anything else other than a razor. Right. Now, the Gemara says like this, Rebbe doesn't seem to be arguing in halacha with the Tanakhama. He agrees with him. Is that in the beginning, you're in violation if you use anything. And just an incompletion should be with a razor. He just said that you don't have to say that since it's not necessary in the beginning, therefore I can apply it to the completed process. Now, if Rebbe holds that you don't need to say that since it's not, it's extra in the beginning, then why, according to Rebbe, you still have to answer the question, the Chorah, what are you going to do with the fact is that it does seem to be a, a, extra in the beginning? Because Lo Yavar applies to all things that you cut your hair with. So therefore, why the Torah write it in such a way where you don't need to tell me don't cut your hair with a razor? Now to say, well, you don't need it for that. For that, that was, that's what he's disagreeing with the Tanakhama. He's saying, no, you don't have to say that you learn our completion from there. You just learn, since it says, Ad Malos, you can't use a razor, but after Malos, you should use a razor. But the question still is, why in the beginning did it say, don't, that don't cut your hair with a razor if you're not allowed to cut your hair 
with anything. Why, why, why is it righted that way? So Chayra says, Vahaksiv, Tarla, Yava, Al Rosh. But at the end of the day, does it still not say, a razor, a razor should not pass over your head, right? And you're saying it means anything can't pass over your head. So why is it stressed a razor? So he says, Lavar, Lav, to create this two low says. There's a low say lo yavor. Nothing's allowed to come on your head. And there's an additional low say a razor. So if you use a razor, you violate two low says. One is ta'ar, and number two, lo yavor, so this, you get, uh, you can get like a double set of lashes of it. Okay, then we'll stop over here. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Shabbos, should we learn